Hey everybody, welcome to the Chamber Channel's Five Questions podcast. This is the place where we take a deep dive with industry leaders for an inside look at their world and how they can make a difference in yours. Some of our favorite visitors are back on Hilton Head Island. Loggerhead sea turtles are having a banner year for nesting on our beaches. We talked with Sea Turtle Patrol's Amber Kuhn to find out more and how we can all help. Let's listen. A programming note, this conversation was recorded in mid-July 2022, and there's been more nests and hatchling counted since. Visit the Sea Turtle Patrol Hilton Head Island's website or social media for an update. So Amber, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been a great year for sea turtle nests so far with over 340 laid and, you know, we're in the middle of July. So I don't know, is that typical for, for the year? How many more nests are you expecting? Well, as of this minute, there are 347 and it's above our averages around mm-hmm. 300. 325 seems to be a common number. But we expected it to be a bigger year this year because the population that is due to nest this season, they skip two years in between Mm -hmm. nesting typically, uh, is the larger population. So the last time they were here was in 2019, and that's the year that we had 463 nests. So I knew it would be close to 400 at least. Oh, wow. So why is that? Is that just the turtle's natural um, Natural egg laying cycle? Mm -hmm. Wow. So in another couple of years, we'll expect another. That's right. That's mm-hmm. great. That, that's great. You know, and the first hatchlings, they emerged on July 8th is, and it was from the first nest. That's latest. number one, which is not typical. <laughs> oh, why not? Why is that not typical? Well, because the nests late in the beginning of the season are incubating mm-hmm. at a lower temperature. The warmer it is, the faster they incubate. Mm-hmm. So the nests laid like two weeks later seem to be warmer and incubating faster than the ones that were laid first. So it just works out that it's usually like nest number 20 that hatches first. But nest number one was a really special nest. As you know, it was dedicated to Scott Liggett, who was a Mm -hmm. very important person to me, my Mm -hmm. mentor and the town engineer's facilities engineer Mm -hmm. for years at the town, 30 years. Yeah. And he was very passionate about our beaches. He was. And, you know, he was really, we can thank him very much for, for having the beach is in such great shape that, that we, so that is, that is very, very special. So what does the rest of um, sea turtle nesting season look like? I know it's July. We, we go through October. What do you, mm-hmm. what's the expectation? This past week, we experienced a, a major drop in nests per day, but it seems to be picking up a little bit. We usually are documenting nests through the mid, middle of August. Mm-hmm. So we will be getting more. It just won't be as many as we got when we were having 10 and 13 a day. Uh, So we're now down to like three and four a day. Mm -hmm. And it'll dwindle as they, you know, start to to not have as many follicles, not have as many eggs to lay. They lay four to six nests in a season. So when they start to get to the end of that um, reproductive um, cycle, those eggs are, the, the clutches are smaller, and then we'll start to see that drop off. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. So the um, the turtles that are nesting now, they stay pretty close during the, the summer season then? Well, it depends. So we take DNA out of every nest starting mm-hmm. in 2010. So we know which individual laid the nest. And we also know that some of them put all of their nests on the same island you know, every two weeks they have another nest and mm-hmm. some of them will just stay in Hilton Head and put all of their nests on Hilton Head. <laughs> and some of them 
put a nest in all three states, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Georgia, which to them is the same beach. So sea turtles return to the same beach they were born oh, wow. on to lay their eggs after they are 30 years old, approximately, females. But we used to think it was the same beach. Literally is a magnetic signature. Um, it's not literal. It's three states, any beach in those three states. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. That's fascinating. And I know that um, there was a green sea turtle nest earlier earlier mm -hmm. this year. Why are green sea turtles so rare? We always have loggerheads. What's so <clears throat> special about a green sea turtle? Green sea turtles are the only vegetarian out of the seven species. And we don't have any plants growing on the bottom of Calabogie Sound. Because <laughs> <laughs> light does not get down there. So the food source isn't there. But if those yeah. green sea turtles were born in those three states, they will come to nest here. They probably don't live here. So I know that our, you know, our community knows too, you know, lights out after 10, fill in <clears> your <throat> holes. Um, what are some other things that the community as a whole can do to help keep our sea turtles healthy and happy and coming back to our beaches? One of the best things they can do is learn more about it. If you live here, there there is a turtle talk every Monday night at Celebration Park in June, July, and August, rain or shine from 8 to 9 p.m. And it's me giving the presentation one hour on all of the information that uh, is relative to Hilton Head and sea turtle biology in general, um, being able to pass on information to visitors or people who ask you questions is huge. You know, I tell people in our video that's online on our Facebook page, um, Sea Turtle Patrol HHI and our website, seaturtlepatrolhhi.org. My job um, to get hatchlings from the hole to the water sounds like a very simple thing to do, mm -hmm. but it's not. If people leave a light on, if they don't fill a hole, if they leave their obstacles on the beach, chairs, tents, towels, if they leave trash on the beach that confuses a hatchling, it walks into a plastic cup. It's not logical. It won't turn around and find its <laughs> way out. It will just keep going into the cup all night long. until. So it's one in a hundred is what we assume make it from our beach once they hit the water to the Gulf Stream, which is a 70 mile swim from our beach. Wow. From Florida's beaches, it's like a one day swim, five mm -hmm. miles. Ours is three day swim, 70 miles. So a lot can happen to a hatchling that's as big as the palm of your hand mm -hmm. when it's a three day journey. One in a hundred make it there. I have to put all of them in the water because only one is gonna make it so the other 99 are food for the animals that are waiting for them in the water. Oh, wow. So if they all don't make it into the water, mm -hmm. the one isn't going to make it. Mm -hmm. So our goal is to get people on board with, uh, you know, lights, holes. It sounds really insignificant, but it's huge. And people who live here can educate people on how important it mm -hmm. is. Are loggerheads still a protected species? All seven species are protected under the Endangered Species Act. They have nine populations designated for loggerheads. Mm -hmm. Our population is threatened. Loggerheads on the West Coast, for example, are still critically endangered. Mm -hmm. um, the most critically endangered of the species as a whole is the Kemp's Ridley. We've only had one of those nests here ever yeah. <laughs> on Hilton Head in April of 2019. But mm -hmm. um, they tend to take hooks and swallow that hook. So oh. fishermen are constantly reeling the juveniles in on Hilton Head. And that, that is something that I need to know about so that I can take it to Charleston to the South Carolina mm -hmm. Aquarium Sea Turtle Care Center. There they surgically remove the hook and release the turtle. It doesn't go well if the hook stays there. Mm -hmm. 
So yes, they're all protected by federal law, and it all requires a phone call to either the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources or the Sea Turtle Patrol to handle the situation. There is one. Now, you also had um, a very special segment on the Today Show this year. You got mm-hmm. to um, meet Dylan Dreyer mm-hmm. and have her have her come out. How's that nest doing? That nest has hatched. It hatched a day ago, and we will go in in a couple of days and inventory it. So we do this for all of the nests. We take out the contents. We count how many eggshells are left in there, how many eggs that didn't hatch. If there are hatchlings stuck in the nest, we'll release those. And all of that information goes to the state database mm-hmm. and that all of the beaches in South Carolina have participated in that since the 90s. Right. So how can um, people get involved if they want to um, either learn more or maybe volunteer with the Sea Turtle Patrol? So there is one permit from the state for each beach. I have that permit and I can manage 18 staff members. <laughs> Beyond that, um, I can't control what goes on. So guidelines are very important because it's a federally protected animal. And so in 2016, we started another nonprofit called Turtle Trackers. And if you're on the island, you probably know Turtle Trackers more than you know Sea Turtle Patrol because there are 500 of them. There's a chapter in every beachfront community. There are six chapters. They have a board of directors. They have, they of course, because they're a nonprofit, but they meet monthly, the, the chapters, and then they have their own chapter meeting. It's very involved. We're very um, uh, collaborative with them. And a lot of what we do is joint effort, mm-hmm. which is hard to separate that group from our group. But they are very active. They do everything outside of what a permit requires. So they pick up trash on the beach, fill in holes, speak to people on the beach. There's a rental property committee where they speak to rental properties to remind them about lights out and such. They raise money to put doormats in front of those rental units Mm -hmm. that say lights out. Clings, you'll see them on all the rental establishments. They go to the pizza joints and put flyers on all the pizza boxes. They have an education committee. It is just something that I never thought would take off the way it has. Yeah. Um, when one woman approached me in Sea Ponds and said, we really want to help you. And I said, well, you know, I've got a full staff, but what mm-hmm. you can do is pick up trash fill in holes and such. Great. I thought that would be the end of it. Um, but no, it turned into <laughs> an organization bigger than my own and just really makes a bigger impact on the community than actually Mm -hmm. we do on the beach, moving eggs around and doing what's required by the state. That's great. Well, Amber, thank you so much for for coming in and talking turtles with us. Thank you for inviting me. I can always talk about this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks everyone for listening. The podcast continues to grow and never miss an episode of our five questions podcast by subscribing to the chamber channel on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take a moment to download, subscribe, and leave us a review. It helps us reach more people.